Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And that's when I went to Jordan and Lane and um, some actual musicians. Let's start with White Christmas. I said, hi. Hit the bump part. Put a bow on it. Merry Christmas, everybody. Except you, Dallas. (laughs) Even as a Cowboys fan, that will never get old for me. Welcome to the eve of the Christmas Eve Keyshawn J. Will and Max show with Courtney Cronin and Freddie Coleman together presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Miss Courtney, happy eve on the Christmas Eve to you and your family, by the way. Happy Christmas Eve, Eve, to you and yours as well, Freddie. I'm glad that we both are leading yes. into the Christmas yes, mood we, this morning. You've yes, got your are. Christmas shirt. I know yesterday you said uh-huh. you weren't going to do the hat, so I did it for you. Nope. Mine's like sitting around my headset. The so hat that's looks why good, my, though. My head looks a little like disproportional this morning, but that's fine. It's not any different than it normally looks. But the funny thing is, if you guys are in your cars or you're watching this morning and all of a sudden you hear, it's because my sweater has bells on it. And I'm going to try not to get heated in conversations about Zach Wilson this morning, where all of a sudden you start hearing sleigh bells coming. You wonder if Santa's going to come into the picture frame uh, of your TV or if it's going to end up being something else. But um, Jingle bells, yeah. jingle bells, Courtney all the way. That's where we're going with this morning. Nothing wrong with that. By the way, I'll staff when it comes to Pat, when it comes to James, when it comes to Alan. They got the Christmas hats on. Not surprised. I think right now, though, I, I think the lead in the clubhouse is the light up sweatshirt sweater Ooh. that James has compared to the jingle bells thing you got going that. on according to your sweater. I mean, he, See, he's how do you wash tree. that? Like, yeah, can James, that go in the washing good, machine good or question. is that dry clean only? I mean, you don't. Okay. So, Ew, you, you don't know, wash you know, that ever? You wash that all? Yeah, you really? put it away for shirt, the next 11 under, months? On underneath it, so. That still doesn't answer the question. No, I no, I answered the question. So you I said don't. you don't wash it. You said you don't wash it. Wow. Correct. That, that, Very that, carefully. You, yeah, you're going to be ripe by 10 o'clock, man. I feel sorry I'm for a, that room. I have a shirt on underneath. I always wear a shirt underneath. I don't, okay. It's not skin on on. But uh, still, at a certain sweater. point, it's got to be dry clean, don't you think? You can't just nah, hang it no, up I after that. I once a year. Who cares? Apparently, you don't. <laughs> you broke that. you broke it out for the show. I mean, I appreciate yeah, that. So Leaning I, into I appreciate a theme it too. here this morning. Yes. Also, I have two of them. The same one. Okay. So, so you. Lisa ordered. Because one Lisa, isn't enough. No, right. Lisa ordered yeah. one for. She thought it wasn't going to come. Okay. So she tried to order it again. Right. And they both got there on the same day. Okay. Well, that works and, for me. Yeah, put it this way whether it's funky or not, you wear it well, as far as that goes. And speaking of funky, that comes to the New York Jets. Another disaster involving their quarterback, Zach Wilson. It's not, according to they lost 19 to 3 to the Jets with Jaguars. Nobody's surprised about that. Nobody's surprised that Zach Wilson did not play well because that's been the hallmark of his short NFL career after not even two years. The fact they had a quarterback that nobody knew about that played in the CFL and got more first downs in his first drive 
in the fourth quarter than Zach Wilson got throughout three quarters says a lot about what the Jets are going to have to think about in the offseason. I was texting Freddie guys last night and Pat like late at night being like, does anybody know who Chris Strebler is? And it was no disrespect <laughs> to the practice squad quarterback Zach, yep. Zach Wilson was benched for, but I truly had no idea that this guy was a part of the Jets organization on mm-hmm. any form or fashion of a roster, but to know that this is somebody who was on the practice squad as of yesterday and then got called up and had no idea on Thursday morning that he would end up playing in an NFL game. Yeah. It just shows you where we're at right now with the Jets. They start 5-2, and two, and right now they're 7-8. and eight. Another promising season lost, and I think, Freddie, it's fair to say this is the end of the Zach Wilson era oh, yeah. with the New York Jets as we know it. Yeah, you can't play that guy, not just the rest of this regular season. And it goes back to what I said, Courtney, about the question the Jets are going to have to answer. By the way, it is a KGM Christmas party. Keyshawn J. Willemax, Ebenezer, Freddie Coleman here along Courtney Cronin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Zach Wilson can say all he wants, and he did say very, very little. But a lot in this whole thing about why he has continued to struggle, including last night losing to Jacksonville by a count of nineteen to three. Man, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just, I just felt like um, didn't have any rhythm out there. Um, you know, just trying to find some confidence out there on the field, and just, you know, just find something to get us going, a little spark, and um, couldn't get anything there, man. And and you know, I had opportunities, and I got to be able to connect on those, and you know. Uh, we're going to go back and watch it, and you know I'm sure coaches will detail it up and stuff for us. But you know, right now the feeling is I just gotta, you know, put my head down and just try and get better, you know, for these guys. And you know that's kind of my message to them out there is you know I'm trying to give them everything I got. I'm trying to lay it out there for you guys, and and it's not good enough, and I got to put them in a better position. When you start off a sentence, when somebody says How, why are you struggling, and the first four words are man I don't know, that doesn't land well in any locker room because. Not only did the fans not want him out there, Courtney, you could even tell that the players, his own players are like, dude, this is not for you. And when you draft a guy that high and people had questions about him coming out of that draft anywhere to BYU, and he looks like this in year two, and Courtney, before the season started, I said, if we're having the same questions about Zach Wilson, then what are the Jets going to do about this in year three? We're having those same questions about Zach Wilson from his rookie year involving this year, which means that in year three, going into year three, going into the offseason of year three, Courtney, the New York Jets have a lot to deal with and a lot to talk about because you have to keep him. You have to try to figure this out. It yeah. can't just be an easy answer to say, let's just cut him and be done with it. That's not an easy solution, no matter how bad he's been for the Jets lately. Yeah, there's no way that they end up doing that. The way that this will play out, and I guess it's a good thing that you know now. You have two more games against Seattle and Miami to end the season. They're not going to the playoffs. They can already start focusing on how do we salvage this? What is our plan at quarterback in 2023? So I imagine if Mike White's healthy enough to play, like if that rib injury is he he'll get the starting job back for the final two games of the season. And then during the offseason, whether they make a move or not, like I doubt that they'll end up drafting somebody because they've got right. other needs and they're not going to have that high of a draft pick where they're going to be getting you know, one of the top quarterbacks of Bryce Young, a C.J. Stroud, and they were already in that position two years ago. You cannot go back to the well on that, mm-hmm. but you will have a quarterback competition in training camp. Like, the, the, And I don't think – It'll probably end up playing out where Mike White's back, Zach Wilson's back, bring another veteran into the mix here Mm -hmm. and and make them compete. 
and the best case scenario for the New York Jets is that during training camp, somebody else on one of 31 other teams is in a need of a quarterback, maybe due to injury, maybe due to something else. And that's how they can move on from Zach Wilson because it's not going to come at a very like, – they're not going to get back what they want for that. I mean, he's a second overall pick from a year ago. Yeah. He has $35 million in total guarantees on that contract. You can't just cut somebody like that. That's a you know financial fin- financially catastrophic. And I know that we'll use the, the – the Josh Rosen example is going to come up a lot here the next couple of months, Freddie, as we talk about how much longer Zach Wilson will be in the NFL and before he gets banished or relegated to uh, backup status. But at this point, I feel like that's the best case scenario for him. He's not an NFL caliber quarterback. It's certainly not exactly. an NFL caliber starting quarterback. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. As far as I'm concerned, and Courtney, I said this about a month ago. The Jets starting quarterback in 2023 is injured right now, and his name is Jimmy Garoppolo of the San Francisco 49ers. You have said this a lot. Mark my words, they're going to make a play for him because he knows that offense. He -hmm. knows how to make that offense go, and guys will rally around Jimmy Garoppolo because we saw that when he got back to the San Francisco 49ers this year when Trey Lance got injured and guys couldn't wait for him to get back and rallied around him, and he was playing really, really good football Mm -hmm. for the San Francisco 49ers. But when it comes to Zach Wilson, it was just – I don't want to use the word tragedy – but it was really kind of, man, just seeing that last night where everybody was against him and just seeing him wilt and wilt and wilt and wilt and wilt as that game went on before they finally benched the fourth quarter was really sad to see. Yeah. But either you produce because you don't produce and you're the second pick in the draft at quarterback, people are not going to hold a pity party or a sorry party when it comes to Zach Wilson. But I can't wait to see how this narrative, Courtney, real quick, is going to continue, not just the rest of the regular season, but going into the offseason with that big question on the New York Jets right now. Yeah, and I mean, they're going to be interesting to watch to see if they do go after Jimmy Garoppolo because this is a team that still thinks it's in a window to win now. I mean, yeah. that defense yep. is really, really good. And obviously, they know how to draft because you take a look at all the players that they've brought in since Joe Douglas got there and how they've been able to fortify the, the running back room, certainly the wide receiver position, the offensive line played above expectations expectation this year they've got those pieces in place you solve the quarterback problem then you're right back in this thing but you have such a finite amount of time to do that Mm -hmm. so go ahead back the Brinks truck up for Jimmy Garoppolo if you want to maybe it's Aaron Rodgers who knows if you're the New York Jets nobody should be off the table unless his name is Zach Wilson. By the way, you can be a part of Keyshawn, Jable, and Max Nation. Do that in the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season or people banging on Zach Wilson season without the delicious taste of high school Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. With Courtney Cronin, I'm Freddie Coleman, and Keyshawn, Jable, and Max. 20 minutes from the cold, the Dolphins, and the stash as part of your Christmas weekend. That comes you in about 20 minutes. And you don't have to wait until late April to feel the draft, except this draft will be a lot more fun. Keep it here on ESPN Radio. Hi, this is Max Kellerman from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. All of us here at ESPN Radio would like to wish you happy holidays and a happy new year. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Freddie Coleman, she's Courtney Cronin, in for the guys today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, ESPNU, and ESPN2. Hit us on Twitter anytime you want. Courtney's handle, Courtney R. Cronin, mine at Coleman ESPN, and the show's handle at Key, J, and Max. You can have the NFL draft all you want. This draft is going to be a whole lot of fun. It is time for round one and round two of the KJM Holiday Draft. You guys were fantastic doing this when you did the Thanksgiving draft. So, Pat Costello, you're the host with the most. You take it away as we kick off the KJM Christmas Holiday Draft. Yeah, so basically we're just drafting all things holiday. I mean, it can be Christmas, it can be Hanukkah, whatever you want. And uh, Courtney Cronin, you're officially on the clock with the first overall pick. should be insulted that I got the first overall pick because usually that goes to teams that were losers. I, I didn't think about before. that. That's a, good, um, that's a good pick. So, but no, I mean, I'm obviously happy to have the first overall pick in this draft and my pick with the first overall pick in the KJM holiday draft, I'm going with holiday time off because this is nice. a time of year where I actually end up not that's having a, much time off. Pick. Why? No, it's not a what? terrible pick. And let me explain why. Like, I end up working a lot at this time of year. Like, Freddie's working right now. Like, mm-hmm. we're up right now. That's not our, not our normal show. And it's good because it's great opportunity to do things I normally don't get to do. But the time off part, like, I'll have a pocket of time this afternoon mm-hmm. where I can just sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Like, I don't necessarily need a whole day to do that. Sure. But it's the pockets of time. Like, oh, let me watch this random bowl game next week on a random Thursday because that holiday time suck. You know what I mean? Where it's like you don't know what day it is between Christmas and New Year's because most normal people are off, but people who work in sports are working. I enjoy that, and I enjoy being able to, like, push back a little bit, take some time off here and there. Not full-on vacation, but time off. Pat Costello just called you a pick, the Zach Wilson of this draft. I, That's I, you could have picked said. that one up in free agency after the draft. That's essentially what he said. I do not understand why you're throwing so much shade at my pick. What's wrong with time off? Do you not like to be able to relax a little bit? And just not, not a number work? one overall pick. That's all, Courtney. <laughs> it's a, it's wow. a tough, that's the Zach Jeez. Wilson of picks right there. I'm just gonna, like, th- 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 we're not starting the show off on a good note here. This is the supposed pick to like, the have holiday season. This is supposed to have like, last day of pick. school vibes. Uh, exactly. Fun. I've got a hat on. My but, shirt but, has bells on. 
on. But but yet but yet these three wise men called me Ebenezer yesterday, and they just Ebenezered you right now with the pick. You just Scrooged all over my this pick, is, guys. This is fair analysis. No, like, awesome. like, unfair like, now analysis. Now I'm in a terrible mood. <laughs> <laughs> The KJM staff is on the clock with the second overall pick. And Courtney's going to hammer you guys. I can't wait. The pick is in, and we cannot be happier. Sprinting to the podium. (laughs) This guy fell to us at number two overall, despite the Philadelphia presence in the Uh control room and their hatred for this man. Yes. The KJM staff in the number two overall pick Uh in the KJM holiday draft selects Santa Claus. Santa Claus, Claus, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Easy pickings there. Sprinting to the My podium. Goodness, I can't believe he fell to two. <laughs> you guys gonna be okay? Come on, Courtney, hammer their pick. Don't let them get away with this. I mean, Santa's great. It's just kind of cliche. Like you're gonna what? take Santa Claus. Are you from Philly, allegedly? No, I'm not. I'm saying Philly I love Courtney. Santa Claus. Why do you think I have this hat on? Exactly. Oh, there he is. So there, so there, Alan. Yeah. He's coming into the control room right now to uh, <laughs> because he's actually he's gonna bring you a new sweater, James. Um, <laughs> I think the chimes indicate I mean, that it's Freddie's turn. Personal yeah. insults? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, my third pick in the draft, Christmas tree. Whether it's a real Christmas tree or a fake Christmas tree, tinsel, non-tinsel, frosted, green, white, whatever you want. To me, nothing signifies Christmas more than you see that Christmas tree all lit up, all decorative. It could be in stores. It could be in somebody's house. It could be outside. It could be in one of the Rockefeller Center in New York City. Yeah, I got the Christmas tree. I'll take that with the third pick of this holiday draft. All right. So, so I got so, number four, too. It's a snake draft. Snake draft. Right? Back to you, Freddie. Okay, I like to hear we're doing the KJM Holiday Draft with Pat Costello, James Steele, Alan Yates, Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman, and for the guys on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and also ESPN2 and ESPNU. My fourth pick of this draft, I'm not going to go totally off the board, but I'll go off the board just a little bit. Eggnog. Eggnog. When you have eggnog, it can be regular eggnog. It could be eggnog with a little bit of spice inside of it. You get a little eggnog going, heated, cold. I'll take that. That's a, the fourth pick of the draft. Again, that's, you could have gotten that later in the draft. Okay, It's can, my draft. Can I can have what I want. Can you explain something to me? I've never understood this about eggnog because, yeah. as you guys know, I have a mayonnaise taste aversion. Yes, you do. You hate I'm that. I'm also terrified of milk. Right. Is eggnog milk? Is it milk-based? Like, what is it's it? It's milk-based. Yes. Okay, so that's why I've never had it, because I'm afraid too, of things like that. It, yeah, it has eggs, it has okay. a whole bunch of things going on there. But there's a lot of okay. dairy-based when it comes to it. So I got eggnog well, with pick number four. This is going really well for us. I, no, I got to tell you, I was no, worried about being the number two overall pick. <laughs> you really were. There. You didn't want to be in the Ooh. middle at all, James. You're My right. My goodness, we are thrilled. <laughs> With the second pick, you, you, you know who you sound like. You sound like um, Mike. Who was the guy for um, for the Oak, uh, Raiders organization general manager before John Gruden got him bounced out? Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock. Mayock. That's yeah. who you sound like. Well, we're thrilled with this pick. You know That's who you sound from. like. <laughs> All right. So with the second pick in the KJM, it's not the second draft, pick. It's the fifth pick. Fifth pick. Pay well, attention. It's a second Your overall second pick. pick. It's our, our second, second pick. Your second pick, but it's the fifth Freddy, pick overall. Get it right. Listen, Get it right. Listen. All pick right, make better. Pick. pick better stuff before you start coming at me. How about you know? Right. How about know the draft order before we, you talk we, about our draft the picks? The KJM staff is going to pick Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Wait a minute. <laughs> Christmas lights. You're Lay crowing up. over Christmas lights. You could have gotten that in the free agent draft too. We just no, windmill, we had a windmill it dunk. It was not. That was you know that high measure. You got sprited just like in the commercial. Tomahawk. That's what you guys got. Christmas lights. Come on now. If you said Christmas lights in the spread, I might have bought. Runs a fortune. Layup, please. Come on. Okay, so with the sixth pick in the Keyshawn J Will and Max Holiday Draft. 
I am going to go snow because at this time of year, nice. well I need done. the aesthetic. So yes. that's why I would have chosen Christmas lights here. Full disclosure, usually teams are not talking about the players that they weren't able to draft mm-hmm. right away, but I would have gone with lights, but I'm going to go with snow. Yeah. And I have quite a bit of it outside my window here in Chicago because yes. we're in the middle of a blizzard yeah. and wintry conditions right now. So again, I'm going with holiday Sort of picks like mine could go for whether you celebrate Christmas, whether you celebrate Hanukkah, whether you celebrate Kwanzaa, Mm -hmm. Boxing Day, all of these holidays in one. Mine's not specific to one holiday. I like that. I like that reasoning. And also, like, I'm mad that you guys dunked on my holiday time off thing. Oh, she's never getting over that. No, because like, what are the holidays if you're not spending them? Like having a little bit of time to reflect on the year. Look, you drafted Ryan a- Leaf. We drafted Peyton Manning. No, it's you fun. didn't. Stop. <laughs> at number two. You drafted Rick Meyer more than Peyton Manning, with especially the lights thing at number five. There's no way about that. But Courtney Corner, Freddie Coleman, and Better the guys, it, it is not. It, no, it's not. Here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPNU, and ESPN2. And are the Bengals the best team in the AFC? Plus, which former Super Bowl champion turned ESPN NFL analyst got his dance on this just in yesterday? Georgia Bulldogs. Keep shopping and do what we do. TCU Horn Frogs. Michigan Wolverines. Job's not finished. Go blue. Ohio State Buckeyes. This is why you came to Ohio State. Welcome to the college football playoff. The college football playoff. Coverage begins New Year's Eve at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
And four downs on Keyshawn, Jabel, and Max with Freddie Coleman and Courtney Cronin on ESPN Radio, presented by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. First down, Bills at Bears. Courtney, how cold are you going to be being there covering this game for ESPN NFL Nation? That's what I want to know. I mean, it's negative nine degrees out right now, Freddie. I imagine it'll be even worse tomorrow. Uh-huh. And the winds are going to be what the problem is because you're right there on the lake. So I'll be I'll be a popsicle. Okay, yes, a popsicle, but at least dress warm and try to be like the Michelin woman, be layered up as far as that goes. But a lot of people look at this game as a bear trap for the Bills. I don't know if I'm buying that because the Bills already clearly understand that number one seed is right there. You can't leave anything or any team the chance. Yes, and I actually do think this is a trap game, though, because we know that the Bills can you know, take another step forward towards the postseason this week. Um, what is it? That they get a chance to – I just wrote about this yesterday with what, what they can do to clinch. Mm-hmm. It's fine, like, but they've also got this game sandwiched in the middle of a lot of AFC East games. Like they had the stretch where they had the Patriots, the Dolphins last week, the Jets were in there too, and then two weeks from right now they've got that primetime game against Cincinnati. So if there is any sort of – trap game here it's this one the Bears played better last week against Philadelphia and that game felt kind of like it had that trap game vibe because of how close it was but yeah I'll go ahead and say this is a trap game for the Bills I still think that Buffalo wins but it'll be close Buffalo an eight-point favorite so in a cold game like that this game in my opinion will come down to the final five to six minutes don't be surprised about that I still don't know if it's a trap game mainly because the Bears have shown they can play up to their competition second down Packers at Dolphins. Miami, a four-point favorite. The biggest question to me in this game, Courtney, the Packers still believe they've won two in a row and Rodgers feeling a kumbaya moment saying that, hey, we're going to be fine. Look at us. I wonder they're going to be able to keep their playoff hopes alive against a Dolphins team feeling ornery after losing last week to Buffalo in the cold up there. Yeah, and I think the Dolphins' defense at home is why I've got faith that Miami's going to get this thing back on track. They're 5-1 and one with 15.3 points per game allowed at home. That's the second fewest points per game allowed at home this season for any team. And, you know, the way that they played, the way that their offense traveled to Buffalo last week leads me to believe that things are starting to click back to where they were earlier this season. They did go through a couple losses there, but I think that the Dolphins end up getting back on track, and the Packers are going to be yo-yoing around here, trying to get themselves into the postseason. It's not going to happen because they're going to lose on Sunday. Yeah, And if you're the Dolphins, you got to bounce back from having three straight losses. The last thing you need is to limp into the playoffs with a lack of confidence and also trying to figure out your game and trying to find out that game. It's essential, of course, the Dolphins win to make sure they get on the right track, but also to make sure they're feeling in the right kind of frame of mind because the AFC playoffs, that is going to be hellacious when it's all said and done. Third down. Giants at Vikings. Vikings are a four-point favorite. They have an 11 wins on the season, Courtney, and everybody's like, meh doesn't mean anything when it comes to the Vikings. This could be one of those games where they say, look, we're going to show exactly how much we believe even plenty of people out there outside of Minnesota don't believe in the Vikings. Yeah, can we give a shout out to big voice guy Pat Costello yeah. just for a second? I mean, Pat that's Costello. That's, that's excellent. Like trying to like take your voice down a few octaves to give us <laughs> Giants at Vikings. Um, no, I, <laughs> I, I. It's excellent. Um, what what the Vikings need to do to prove themselves? I don't know. 
like hand mm-hmm. single handedly win a game, like win a game convincingly. That's the problem with Minnesota. It's also kind of the problem with the Giants. Yes. They're eight two and one mm-hmm. in one score games this season. So will that trend go away this week? Probably not, because you have two teams that apparently like playing in those sort of uh, environments in that circumstance. What the Vikings can do though is not have what happened after the Buffalo game right. happen with the New York Giants because that was such an emotional high win that they had on the road in overtime and then they end up getting smacked by Dallas at home don't have that happen coming off of the largest comeback in NFL history when you got the Giants tomorrow if you're the Minnesota Vikings it can't be about proving anything to anybody or proving anything to yourself if you keep winning that's going to solve a lot of problems because the more you're able to stack those kind of wins, the better your seeding is going to be in the NFC when it comes to getting home playoff games where people have to come into your building and Mm -hmm. deal with that crowd. If I'm the Vikings, and I get this sense, Courtney, with that football team, they're using that as fuel because they hear what everybody is saying about them. Can't trust the defense, although that's been a fact. They're the worst defense in the NFL in terms of yards per game. Can you trust Kirk Cousins in the playoffs? Will Justin Jefferson be able to get the football? Can they do this? All that should be fuel for a Minnesota Vikings team that have 11 wins. But a lot of people look at them and say, 11 wins? Meh. Fourth down. The best team in the NFL, Eagles at Cowboys. Gee, I wonder where that came from, Mr. <laughs> Philadelphia. Mr. Big Ford. voice guy is not supposed to inject any sort of uh, bias in here. <laughs> that wasn't biased. The, was... real, the real big voice guy, but <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Many people wonder, because they are the Cowboys, and they get talked about, Courtney, do they have the most pressure of any team in the NFL? Yes, they do, because the situation they're in right now, having lost – against Jacksonville in overtime and then laying a stinker the week before that they were able to escape from with a one-win Houston team hanging in the balance. Like, they've got to right the ship here. They've got to figure out, okay, what are we? Can we get this defense being back, playing back to an elite level? Can we figure out what our identity is offensively? Are we going to just, like, lean heavily on this run game? Because Mm -hmm. they can. Um, And I just think that Dallas, given everything that – stands between them right now and the postseason. You've got to start playing like a good team and a team that deserves to be playing late in January three weeks before you get to the postseason because right now they're not playing with much confidence and I'm not sure that the DAC turnovers are entirely to blame for that. Right. You've just got to get back on track and show, okay, this team that thundered its way through when its starting quarterback was on IR with a, with a finger, with a thumb injury, like go back to being that team, the mm. confidence where you had nothing to lose because like they are a good team when they can play that way. Just, they just haven't in recent weeks. They have to exhibit toughness that we've seen sporadically because I guarantee you, we know you're going to get that from the Philadelphia Eagles, but you're definitely going to get that from Gardner Minshew, their quarterback. He's going to go out there, and he's going to be tough. He's going to be physical. He's going to have that that sense about him that the Cowboys are not going to knock him around. The Cowboys are not going to knock him down and have him stay down. That's the attitude that you see from championship teams. They would rather die than lose a football game. And I wonder at times the Cowboys, and they lose, like, okay, we tried hard. We did our best. We make excuses. We move on. It's got to get to a point that you're going to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. And people questioning your fortitude when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys because that's been a hallmark of that team, that anytime, anytime an adverse situation shows up, they seem to take a step back. They seem to get punched back. And they allow backup quarterback. They're going there and do that, even though the Eagles are really talented. Only one loss. If they allow that to happen, all those confirmed suspicions will be confirmed about the Dallas Cowboys. Bonus down. 
Bengals at Patriots. That game ESPN is noon. Radio. There you go. Noon at Eastern Time on ESPN Radio. All that football action tomorrow. The Patriots hosting the Bengals. Like we mentioned, noon Eastern on select ESPN Radio stations. Damian Woody, ESPN NFL analyst, when he joined us yesterday, he says it's not Kansas City. It's not Buffalo. The Cincinnati Bengals are the best team in the AFC. I think they're the best team in the AFC. Really? Yes, I do. Over Kansas City surging. and Buffalo. Yes, I do. I do. I, I think I, I think that they've hit their stride. I think the, the underrated aspect of their team is their is their defense. Their defense has been playing really, really good football. Uh we saw what happened we saw what happened last week. Last week in the first half against the Buccaneers in the in the first half, they started slow, didn't look great. But when they came out in the second half, they turned it on, both sides of the ball, and they cruised to a, to a big win on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I I just really impressed with this team all the way around. Courtney, your thoughts on what Damian Woody had to say about those hot Bengals? They're hot, and I think they are the hottest team in the AFC right now. I don't know if they're the best team. That either goes to Kansas City, there you go, James, or it goes to the Bills <laughs> because the Bills can clinch the AFC East <laughs> this weekend with a win or a tie, or they need uh, the Dolphins to lose or tie to the Packers. So that's all but you know a foregone conclusion that that's going to happen. But where the Bengals are right now, riding this six-game win streak, it's their longest win streak, Freddie, since 2015, and they're playing at a really good level. I mean, this, this, this is not yeah. the best football like last week was not the best football you saw from Joe Burrow but he still threw four touchdowns like that's something that I think is really impressive where Jamar Chase now three games back from injury hitting his stride once again Joe Burrow has 31 passing touchdowns this season they're really good and it's honestly I'm I think you can rival this group to where they are surging at this point of the season to the Super Bowl team that was last year at this point of December because there's a lot of similarities from the way that they started the year mm-hmm. to how they're finishing it right now they're 10 and 4 their chances to clinch a playoff berth like come down to this weekend they can clinch a spot in the AFC playoffs with a win or actually no they already did it I'm wrong oh, on that yeah. the Jets the Jets losing last night yep, sent in. the Bengals in so I don't think that that's going to give them any sort of uh, reason to take their foot off the gas here, but they are the hottest team right now in the AFC, and it's nice to see a third team kind of enter that mix with the Kansas City Chiefs, with the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, honestly, to what Damian was saying, they very well may be, by the end of this month, the best team in the AFC playing their way potentially into even the one seed. It's definitely a holy trinity because Bengals – Chiefs and Bills have separated themselves from everybody else in the AFC. So that's going to be a fierce battle after those two teams play this weekend. The Bengals playing the Patriots. I'm really surprised that the Bengals only a three-point favorite mm-hmm. against the New England Patriots, even though they're playing that game on the road. Because they've lost so many games there. Yeah, like, I think that that I, probably factors into it. Seven straight against yeah, but, the Patriots in New England. Yeah, but I don't use past events and present tense because the, the, this Bengals team weren't the ones that lost seven straight to the New England <laughs> Patriots. A lot of those losses happened when Tom Brady was playing quarterback, so I'm not going to attach that to that, but Vegas did not build all those tall buildings out there because they mm-hmm. gave away money to people out there betting. But this Bengals team has put themselves in that conversation. I'm not going to say they're the best team in the AFC. I still think it's Buffalo, Kansas City right there, and the Bengals just a little bit below them. But whatever gap that was between the Bengals and those two teams has closed considerably because the way the Bengals have played lately, Kansas City, even though they won against the Houston Texans over time, they struggled in that game. The Buffalo Bills have had their struggles as well as Josh Allen's been able to figure it out having that elbow injury. So the Bengals have shown everybody they weren't just a one-hit wonder from last year. They were not a fluke. They are legitimate in the AFC, and those three teams heading towards the finish line, it's going to be really interesting to see how that works out, especially when 
One of those teams, Kansas City or Buffalo, if everything holds for them, will face the Bengals in the divisional playoff round in the semifinal. And that's going to be a knockdown, dragout semifinal no matter where that mm-hmm. game is going to be played. And the thing that we find out yesterday from uh, Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, is that Trey Hendrickson it, it looks like he's going to play. And I know yeah. that that was kind of like the one that was a big question mark because I think he has a hand injury. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they're a battle-tested defensive front. And the way that they've been able to generate pressure and kind of bring this pass rush – you know, fortify it really as of late. I think it, they're more than ready for the New England Patriots. And, you know, this Patriots team, I know Bill Belichick didn't really want to talk about anything that he saw from this group the last mm. couple of days other than the fact that he watched them eat breakfast, I guess. That I was guess. like his biggest yeah. takeaway from uh, seeing them in the building. <laughs> but, gosh, to lose the way that they did last week, the emotional hangover that that has on a team, how you bounce back from that when you're on the outside looking into the playoffs right now, we'll see which Patriots team ends up showing up, but I think the Cincinnati Bengals will be just fine here handling business on the road. Yeah, it's not going to matter. I think the Bengals are going to take care of that business. To echo your point, what you said about those two meeting together noon Eastern time on ESPN Radio tomorrow. Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman in for Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, ESPNU, and ESPN2. Let's bring in a man who's won a Super Bowl or two with the New England Patriots, does a great job as an ESPN NFL analyst. He is Rob Ninkovich joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And Rob, before we get to who you believe the best team in the AFC is, the Zach Wilson book being closed in New York. Dude, the dance moves on this just in yesterday, more than holding your own with Victoria Arlen, everybody else. <laughs> Where did that come from? Because all of a sudden, you're not just Rob Ninkovich to me. You're Rob Dancing with the Stars Ninkovich after what I saw yesterday on this just in. I mean, they made me do it. They actually made me do it. They said, no, you're going to do this. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I mean, I, I got some... I have moves. Yes, I can, you do. I got rhythm. I, you know, come on now. <laughs> I'm giving you love on that one. There's no, no doubt about yeah. that. I mean, don't judge a book by its cover now. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, you did more than hold your own. Yeah, like, exactly. The slide, when everybody's yep. like on cue, and you can always tell there's always a person that's like a tish off like because they don't hit it, like they don't like, do the turn at the right time. Absolutely. But no, you, you did great. I mean, Victoria and uh, Tatiana in front were obviously like the front runners there. But well, they were great. the ones that made, they twisted them are like no you are gonna wow. do this wow you're gonna do this i'm like oh, fine okay. like they, they they put more pressure on you than bill belichick ever did when he coached you in new england did B- they? bill bill belichick never had me uh do a dance rhythm move so i was <laughs> it's i'm just happy that i could do my job you yes know what I'm yeah, saying? You, you did it quite well my friend <laughs> speaking of people doing their jobs damian woody a guy that you know pretty well said the Bengals are the best team in the afc where do you stand on that I'm pretty close with him on that one. I, I like Cincinnati. Uh, Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator, was with me at Purdue. He was the defensive backs coach when I was at Purdue. So uh, I like Lou a lot. I think he's a very good coach. He's very smart. Uh, I think Joe Burrow, the things that he's been able to do um, confidence-wise, like he's right up there with Josh Allen and, and Patrick Mahomes as, as far as best quarterback play in the AFC getting the ball out of his hand quickly, get it to his playmakers, be smart with the football, take care of the football, um, tough, resilient. We know he's tough. So I, I just – I don't think I'm going to put him at the number one spot, mm-hmm. but I'll put him right up there in top three, maybe even two. 
Rob, let's go back to Thursday night football. The New York Jets end up losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that's the game that got the Cincinnati Bengals into the postseason. But as it pertains to Zach Wilson, Freddie and I have been talking for the last hour about how it feels the window is closed for him on being a starting quarterback for the Jets. How do you think his career beyond the 2022 season plays out? Is he with the Jets next year? Is he somewhere else? I think that game last night puts him somewhere else. Like, I was I was watching that game like, yo, this is bad. Yeah. This is really bad. Yeah. And like there's a there's a point where you start to lose like respect with your teammates, with the coaching staff, with the organization based on many factors. It, it's your performance and at the end of the day, you know, football's a football's a very uh it's a weird climate in the locker room everything that you do is about respect and and how do you earn the respect you just got to perform like you just have to go and be good and people start to follow people start to respect and and I think that it's just it's bad it's really bad and I don't know if he's lost his confidence I don't know if that's like just shot and he can't go out there and play fast and play quick and make right decisions and do everything that you want to do like you want to see from your quarterback so what I saw last night when they when they brought in a guy that I was like, who's this dude? Yeah, I, I didn't even know who they brought in. Like, us you, either. You know that's bad. Yeah. So I see them making a move. I really do. Two-time Super Bowl champion, now ESPN NFL analyst Rob Ninkovich. Hit him on Twitter, Nico50, joining Freddie Coleman and Courtney Cronin on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. When they move him, I'm with you, Rob. It's not an if. It's going to be a win because I'm a big believer you can't keep mistakes in the building, and this has been a colossal mistake for the New York Jets. In your opinion, who should they go after to replace that and get a team that is ready now in defense and got weapons on the outside and a pretty good offensive line to go with that running game? Well, I think it depends on you know what do they feel they have in Mike White. Like, Could he be a bridge guy that you feel confident in to where you can use the pieces that you have on the roster put you in a competitive position until you find somebody. Because I, I don't know, like some of these free agent signing for a quarterback could be tricky. It could be mm-hmm. you, you've seen teams look at uh, the Bronco, the look at the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Like right. you go and you sign somebody for a big contract and it doesn't work out, you are in a bad spot for not only the one year, for like five years, three years, four years. So the Jets have a unique situation where they had a Mike White, a backup quarterback that came in, played well. Unfortunately, you know, he had he got hurt. That's not his fault. Um so if, if he can come back and play well, they have a good option until they figure out, okay, are we going to go draft somebody again? Are we going to trade for somebody um because they have the equity <clears throat> on the team, they have the draft equity, they have um you know, a lot of pieces there. So I think Mike White could be a guy that they they keep around. I don't know what his – I know he's a free agent, so mm-hmm. does he demand $40 bucks? I don't think so. Right. So you got to – if you were to give him an opportunity to still be there, maybe he gives you a little a help, help there in the contract situation. So if we redrafted the quarterbacks <laughs> from the 2021 draft class, I think it's pretty obvious that Zach Wilson would go last, or if, even if he went in the first round at all. <laughs> uh, do you – change your order do you still have trevor lawrence number one like how would you redraft those five yeah trevor lawrence looks dang good right now um 
I think Trevor Lawrence, the best thing that could ever happen to him was the coaching change, head coaching change, oh, Doug yeah. Peterson coming in. Um, you know, you, you know that he's good offensively with quarterbacks and quarterback play. So now Trevor Lawrence is looking like a guy that deserves to be the number one overall pick because he's going to be there a long time. He's going to elevate this team. Last year, I think there was a lot of questions, and and this kind of just goes to show you how valuable coaching is. And you know, you look at Mac Jones, and he's regressed from where he was his first year. Yeah, I think Mac Jones in his rookie season was the best quarterback. Now, hands down, you look at Trevor Lawrence, and he's he's been great. And then I think Justin Fields. Just the things that he's been able to do is pretty good, especially with the surround, the supporting cast around him. And we, I guess, the Trey Lance of it all, we don't know based on his injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey, Rob. Always appreciate the time, my friend. Keep dancing. Have a great holiday. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Okay? <laughs> I didn't know that went viral. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, it did. It, 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 it's fantastic because, like I said. You weren't just holding your own. You were getting down with your bad self, my friend. Believe me. Went viral for a good reason. Yes. There are good times to go viral. Okay. Exactly. All right. I appreciate that. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Rob Ninkovich hit a month at Ninko 50, like we mentioned, two-time Super Bowl champion when he played DN and also linebacker for the New England Patriots, joining Freddie Coleman and Courtney Cronin on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And, Courtney, I love what he said in terms of coaching making a difference mm-hmm. because coaching has tried and has not made a difference with Zach Wilson. And if you're the Jets, you got to take that into account when it comes to his future outside of the organization because right now he has no future inside the Jets organization. I just wonder what they're going to be able to get for him. Like when you want to cut bait and realizing that you're going to be on the hook for a lot of money if nobody ends up picking up hit, picking Zach Wilson up in his salary, like that's a it's a hefty penalty to pay for a draft pick that did not pan out. No doubt about that. Hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. And what is your biggest sports grievance? What is that Festivus that gets next to you? 888-729-3776. Dem Cowboys, that pressure, and all on their quarterback. But it really, really shouldn't be. That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.